podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by armchair critics of the game. As of the last couple of weeks, we are really focusing on IPL and now IPL is very close to its uh, denouement for the 2023 season. To uh, you know, unpack what happened over the last couple of days, the first uh, knockout game and so on. I have a really special guest, Sandeep, who's a very avid cricket fan and uh, well, you may have heard him on some other podcasts like the cricket slouch and so on hello sandeep welcome to the armchair cricket podcast hello thank you for having me ajit uh, it's a pleasure to be on this podcast i've been uh, listening to some of your uh, podcast episodes in the past and uh, i think uh, your podcast is the one that i listen to if i want to catch up on the recent happenings in cricket really uh, because you cover it quite comprehensively i must say thank you for the uh, well the follow as well as the uh, philip it gives us a good feeling to know somebody out there actually counts on us for uh, all their let's say relevant cricketing news uh, also i must actually compliment you today we've had a look at each other before we started recording but you are a much younger person from your voice than one could have imagined <laughs> i know you are a professional and you've been uh, in your field for a while already but uh, by the looks of it your voice doesn't give you away so it it <laughs> remains between me and you of course how old or how young you are yeah. but i let our listeners guess make a guess work out of it because all i can say is you come across much younger uh, you are a man right. uh, with okay. much experience it must be said <laughs> all right so uh, before we get going and sort of look into the ipl events this week i have to ask you about well your cricketing influences what influenced you while you grew up and for you to actually talk about it on a podcast and stay involved to this level what is keeping you going uh well i mean as you know i mean we are i'm from india just like you and we are all brought up with cricket i grew up in bangalore so i mean from uh from uh, very early days really from when i was uh, in uh year 2 or year 3 we used to play cricket on the streets uh gully cricket you might call it but i mean though it was gully cricket it was quite very very competitive cricket that we used to play nobody like losing basically so uh-huh. uh i mean i didn't play cricket to a very high level i mean it was just a local gully cricket and uh, uh weekend cricket with uh, neighboring streets and stuff like that that i used to play but i i think the more Uh, we, we were always discussing cricket i had a group of friends and we were discussing cricket all the time uh, uh, and this uh, this continued till uh, uh, till my college days and even when i uh, went to professional college uh, we had a group of friends who were always into cricket and uh, we used to have heated debates about uh, various things like uh, when i was younger it used to be who is better whether it is Gavaskar is better, or Gundapa Vishwanath is better, or mm. later it became who is better, Tendulkar or Brian Lara. So it all heated debates about various uh, cricketers. So I mean, 
and that interest has continued till today really i mean i'm not as partisan as before i uh, i appreciate cricket coming from everywhere and uh, i enjoy uh, cricket uh, no matter where uh, which country is playing uh, uh, good cricket is what i want to watch basically yeah. good to hear and uh, well you live in the uk does it mean you back uk or you're still an avid india fan uh no i don't support england unfortunately so uh i i i mean i i i don't i i do support india but i'm not too bothered if they lose to be honest uh, it is as long as uh, uh good cricket comes from anywhere uh, uh so I, i i i do support india but i'm not a die hard supporter of india let's put it that way fair enough then you are like most of us Uh, we yeah. have an affinity uh, to good cricket and wherever it might be played as you said we are happy of course yeah. let's move on to the meat of the matter which is ipl so since our last uh, podcast so basically it was like a tie up between three or four teams being able to make the last part so we knew gujarat and chennai had sealed the top two positions the third position was also sealed by lsg when they beat kkr right so that meant in the last two days of qualifiers or last two days of league games there were still potentially four to five teams that could have qualified and out of which lsg also cemented their place so there was one place for which it was going to be mumbai or rcb so we know what unfolded since that uh, mumbai actually beat sunrisers first of all right it was a very competitive game and then uh, 100 from uh, cameron green at number 3 basically sealed the deal and rohit sharma's unbeaten 50 ah uh, sorry uh, rohit sharma's 50 he he's a big match player no doubt and he came good when the chips were down so let's start right there did you get a chance to catch this game at all uh, srh versus mi yeah i did follow a bit of it i mean i didn't uh, watch much of srh play uh, but i did follow the uh, mumbai indians uh, particularly cameron green century which was absolutely brilliant uh, um, Rohit Sharma he benefited a bit from a couple of drop catches didn't he of course <laughs> uh, uh, <I> think <laughs> Sanveer Singh was it who dropped a couple of catches uh, and uh, yeah but i mean he got a good good for reasonably fast 50 for his standards these days so uh, it was a good innings from him right um, but i think Cameron Green and uh, Surya Kumar Yadav once he got going i don't think there was uh, going to be any other result apart from a mumbai win and they did win in a canter towards the end uh, right. they, they had about 12 balls remaining isn't it when they finished uh, the two overs was remaining so i i, I do i mean has hyderabad did well but i think they lost steam towards the end isn't it and the last four overs didn't get many runs about exactly. uh, they got some 30 30 runs or something like that uh, in the last four overs from when mayank agarwal was dismissed i think that was a turning point as far as i was concerned right so last four overs they seem to have gotten 30 32 runs that's about it and that's that's a big miss for me that's right because uh, you know uh, in the last four overs uh, going in at let's say 170 you would expect teams to accelerate get close to uh, 220 if anything so there probably yeah. they left about 15 runs on the field that that i don't think yeah. would have cost them in the end but that's a completely different mindset exactly 200 versus 210 215 right um, any team would be very yeah. very but then also in this game starts well cameron green showed what he's made of right um he's coming yeah. back from an injury but this is one of the 
better prepared players when it comes to the upcoming ashes and the world test championship final as well because you would think he's a certainty a starter in both these uh, both these uh, cricketing uh, series but most importantly he came back and he showed what he's made of with the bat at number 3 a very very mature innings because he hit eight sixes and eight fours right so that's that's a lot of boundary yeah. hitting right there but the most important thing also another guy who sort of had begun to shine which later you know matured into something more and may, may he may still have something to say before the tournament is done akash madhwal he took 4 for 37 another uh, fa- fascinating story in the ipl for you yes i, th- I mean i was just looking at madhwal actually today uh, uh, i mean i mean this is the beauty of ipl isn't it i mean uh, madhwal comes from uttarakhand Mm. Uh, now Uttarakhand is one of the weakest uh, uh, domestic uh, uh, domestic team in India. I would imagine. I mean, in the Ranji Trophy, they don't go too far. So, if, if there was no IPL, there would be there wouldn't be uh, any place for people like Madhwal to show their talent. Wouldn't I mean? Uh, you would just be playing a few games for Uttarakhand, and that's it. So, uh, I think IPL has. Uh, helped uh, people from these and uh, little small smaller teams in the indian domestic circuit mm-hmm. uh, to show their uh, uh, to show how how good they are uh, interestingly he was a net bowler for rcb apparently in 2019 uh, mm. and and then mumbai indians took him uh, as one of their net bowlers mm-hmm. so <laughs> another player that rcb didn't nurture and uh, could have used uh, but mumbai it just shows how good mumbai scouts are i mean mumbai indians they, uh, they they have very good scouts and they get the best of talent from uh, all over the country yeah. absolutely look vishnu vinod nehal wadera right i mean yeah. not to mention all the players that have gone away now who are captaining two teams in lsg and uh, gt right the pandya brothers indeed indeed so yeah. they have they have plenty to offer and as you are rightfully saying you know they are also good they are almost showing a chennai like capability now because uh, they don't have much of a bowling attack look chris jordan is a finisher he's a proper finisher even for england yeah jason jason berendorf is probably on the other side of his best work right cameron green is a bit air quotes yeah. green and akash madhwal definitely yeah. you know is not really there and kartikeya kumar kartikeya he's had a really off season so pius chawla they've used well he didn't come much good in the last two games must be said but he's done his service for mumbai in the season right for a guy who was sitting in the commentary box last year to come and you know very much like a chennai catch somebody towards the fag end of their career get two or three years of good cricketing sense and cricket out of them right and have yeah. them fill a niche hole same with berendorf same with chavla right and green yeah. green is a coming man as far as australian cricket is concerned but he was an unknown quantity in the ipl but he's come out yeah. with a bang right there right they mm. lost bumra they lost archer you were worried but you know yeah. i was reading this the, the kadus air quotes the playing the kadus cricket playing that stubborn yeah. not giving in type of cricket and yeah. they have gotten far and to chase 200 i thought still in a do or die game you bat first you make 200 you back yourself to probably win the game 9 out of 10 times right yeah. i thought yeah. i thought i thought srs were completely completely listless i mean bhuvneshwar kumar as always stellar season i thought and stellar stellar finish to that one four overs one for 26 in such a chase right given that yeah. if you take his four overs out look at what has happened it's absolute carnage because everybody else is averaging more than 10 even 12 runs over which is terrible 
yeah right so yeah. a bit of sameness to the attack karthik tyagi fast directionless or easily hitable umran malik very fast very hitable as a result so uh, cameron green showed classy shots all through the all through the ground but more importantly classy shots that showed right this guy is this guy is really something for the future i mean jason holder started off pretty much the same way but this guy is leaning more on yeah. the batting side than the bowling side yeah i think cameron green um yeah i think going forward i don't know how much i mean he he will bowl for now but i think eventually probably he he might uh, turn up more like shane watson mm. uh, more of a batter than a bowler isn't it that's that's my feeling that's the feeling i get about cameron yeah green. i mean he's only 23 and i don't want to jinx this young guy yet but i will assume he'll finish yeah. like one and a half wickets per uh, test by the time he retires but more like yeah. close to 8 9000 runs he has the pedigree right yeah. to actually Absolutely. go very far yeah. with this bowling he yeah. might bowl a bit more in limited overs games like ipl and t20s and odis because even in a world cup he'll he'll give you that crucial balance i mean as somebody put it recently ever since the days of keith miller and so on right australia have always been richie beno keith miller they have been enchanted by their all rounders the balance that an all rounder yeah, brings absolutely. i mean any team would love it but a fast bowling all rounder is the most sought after variety right so he sees one of those so i mean again he's only 23 he's growing into his body 25 26 he'll mature and get that strength i think where he can take that call whichever way he wants to go right yeah. but batting he's he's meant for the future see um, mumbai didn't even need tim david or nehal wadera i was going to say and uh, well yeah. they deservedly booked a place in the last four because well my and your favorite team rcb stumbled what happened there they <laughs> did yeah uh, <laughs> right well where do we start with rcb i mean mm. i think rcb but i mean the, it was basically over reliance on three people isn't it i mean four people basically <laughs> uh, who is the fourth one uh, i'm going to ask <laughs> fourth one is siraj mohammed <laughs> siraj is the fourth right. one right <laughs> yeah so and other three of is obvious <laughs> so i would name them uh, kohli duplessy and uh, maxwell of course mm. uh, so i mean yes when they when the bat well you would we will get the runs but you can't rely on them every single time to make the runs and i mean there has been a bit of uh, bad luck coming as well i mean we uh, mm. topley was injured uh, mm. we lost topley quite early on right. hasaranga didn't play throughout i mean hasaranga was injured and starting he was playing with for sri lanka so we didn't have him throughout the season right uh, then there was uh, hazelwood was injured as well uh, Willie, Willie was injured. So, but, but 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 I mean, injury can't be an excuse because all teams have had uh, injury issues as well. So it's not just uh, limited to RCB. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Harshal Patel, I don't think he has is the bowler that he was a couple of years ago. He he looked quite jaded to me. I mean, Harshal Patel, uh, especially in the death. Very good points, right? So the first one I'll go back. Yeah. is on the overlands yeah. on top 3 see they also lost patidar rajat patidar to a surgery and a big injury so he 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 was between yeah, he was patidar, between some yeah. important uh, times for him so he couldn't be there so that was he was the find of the last season as far as i was concerned if he was there you would see that yeah. difference right uh, bracewell sometimes yeah. made some runs sometimes only once or twice i think uh, anuj rawat finished the innings well right in this case yeah. Bracewell and Rawat actually finished it pretty decently after Dinesh Karthik was dismissed in the last 
uh, five five and a half overs they made that relevant 60 runs but i think in the middle overs they after fastly plus he was out kohli was going really strong but between maxwell lumbrore yeah. and karthik they may have lost a few balls which could have been very crucial and that would have given them that yeah. 210 maybe again they left probably a 10 12 run margin on the field but still again yeah. pretty much like what i told you about srh you have enough runs to defend right rashid khan excellent they played him out i remember the 16th over of the innings kohli simply played rashid khan out not to give him a wicket but also yeah. not to you know um not to sort of give them the upper hand at all everybody knew what was happening rashid yeah. khan knew it they just played him out so that's the commanding yeah. uh, sort of stature this guy brings to the field yash dayal later mohammad shami even in the last over and mohit sharma went for a lot of runs right that means 197 yeah. is pretty good kohli unbeaten 100 again back to back hundreds showing that his t20 game is not mm. done and more importantly strike rate of 165 two games where he surpassed a strike rate of 160 showing that as an mm. opener he is not really thinking like an anchor anymore so uh, first half of the season he faced a lot of criticism but then he's come back strongly in the second half glen maxwell good returns right 5650s Five to plus, not not a lot to say there that went wrong with him. I would say perfect as a batter, right at the top, seven hundred plus runs. Yeah. Right, you bumper here. Only problem, like what you said, Siraj is good, but then middle order has a big hole. Dinesh Karthik could have filled it. He mm. couldn't do much. Bracewell, when given opportunities, I thought he was okay. Basically, I blame their sort of uh, merry-go-round with Lumbrow and Rawat. Uh, mm. One game you start, one game you finish the innings. You don't know what you're doing, right? But then. again in a yeah. t20 top 6 there is no fixed spot you can go anywhere but maybe the top 3 are fixed yeah. but then you still in the other three you can go anywhere not a lot happened there unfortunately and of course just to finish off the same story but from the other side you are talking of net bowlers mohit sharma chose to be a net bowler for gt and now he's a part of 11 right another guy who was mm. nurtured and brought back in then something really special happened shubman gill who's potentially at the mm-hmm. top of his form at this point in time it augurs really well if you're an india fan because india heading to the world test championship final you would expect him to open with rohit both of whom look in decent form but yeah. here he hit back wonderfully i mean i don't think in the end siraj gave two sixes in the 19th over i saw and there was not a lot wrong he did right no. those were fantastic shots just that he used the pace and his hand eye he got into such good positions he was just able to simply flick it away for a six effortless mm. this was 100 batting at a strike rate of 200 and I mean real feast to the eyes what did you think of this innings oh absolutely brilliant innings from uh, shubman gill i mean uh, I, shall i uh, I, mean, i want to draw a, a distinction between his innings and kohli's innings uh, i mean i know you said that kohli scored two back to back hundreds and is best at t20 but i don't i have a bit of a counterpoint to that really uh, so i mean if you mm. yes, so kohli got how much he got 101 in 61 deliveries uh, so right. in the score of 197 in the score of 197 so that means the other people the rest of the team got 96 runs in 59 deliveries so kohli mm. has played more than half the number of deliveries to get 101 and the rest got almost the same right and if you see if you see gill gill got 104 in 52 deliveries and the rest got how much 94 in uh, 59 deliveries so pretty much the same if you think about it 97 versus 94 no, and in 64 deliveries actually they got ah. the, the rest got yeah <laughs> so i mean 
if you compare that i mean gil has played ex- i mean exceedingly well in that uh, in that knock i mean that's how it should be isn't it the person who goes on to score 100 he should get the um, vast majority of the runs for the team i think absolutely uh, and another point what you brought up uh, vijay shankar wonderful innings he was he was he was going at a little over run a ball even at 20 ball mark yeah it was a very streaky innings from vijay mm. a mm. so lot of innings lot of force st- behind the wicket i remember yeah, exactly yeah yeah mm. <laughs> lot of edges yeah. siraj like i remember siraj shouting in like anger just this guy is completely beaten that would have been a slip catch in a test match but in a t20 yeah. there is no slips and i think twice or thrice he hit boundaries like that so they bought yeah. in himanshu sharma rcb that didn't work harshal patel yeah. was played out michael bressel was hit out vijay kumar vaishak mm. is still a bit Uh, raw around the edges vein parnell when I mean, he can have his good days so for me for yeah. rcb siraj was always doing the work even in this game even though he gave two sixes in the last over he more or less did his job went at going at eight yeah. right take two wickets yeah. the real problem was well nobody could dislodge shubman gill and yeah. of course uh, look they had the presence of mind to just stay calm in the last few overs knowing gill will hit the runs if yeah. rcb could tie gill down to even two or three balls for like singles they would have probably won mm. this game but then that was not going to happen gill simply blazed away something no, that looked no, like sorry. a bit of a challenge when david miller got out mm. right yeah. you still need 26 27 runs and hardly 12 13 yeah. balls he simply yeah. blazed away and they won with five balls to go i mean again yeah. you have probably have a point when you say rcb have been a bit unlucky in crucial points in this tournament and this was another time where somebody yeah. stood up and played potentially the innings of his life at least as far yeah, as he was concerned and you're buried right yeah. so exactly. very very much of a bad luck i think let's keep yeah. the review of uh, season review of rcb to the end of this section if yeah. we just to were to go quickly forward so now we yeah. know the last four gujarat titans versus yeah. super kings yeah so these are one and two and then you have for the first eliminator lsg versus mumbai indians so let's go through yeah. the first two games of that so in the first of those two games again any surprise chennai coming good in the first qualifier to beat let's say an inform gt no i think i mean csk is especially at the chidambaram stadium csk is almost unbeatable i would say um, mm. so i think it was no surprise at all uh, considering the strengths with the bowling uh, csk was expected to win uh, especially after they got to bat first and i think uh, they did exactly that this is the template they have win the toss if you get to bowl first then you use slower bowlers to start stifling the batsman already if not you get to bat first you go blazing use the new ball get as much as yeah. possible of the first first 6 7 hours which they did then the pitch started duly slowing down when the ball got a little old but by then rutraj gaikwad had done the job see if you look at the strike rate of the top two right rutraj gaikwad 136 when he got out devan conway 40 at just a strike rate of 117 but on this pitch even 145 150 defensible yeah. that's a wonderful effort right so yeah. this devan conway is pretty much the new mike hussey that's what we all yeah. heard right during through the season he's holding up that role make a 38 40 at a strike rate of 120 If you get yeah. any further, start hitting. Start hitting blindly, right? Dubey yes. didn't work, but a couple of good cameos, three good cameos. I'd say even Jadeja's was a wonderful cameo. Oh, Where yeah. the sure. other everybody who follows scores at 170, 180. Try to put pressure on the opposition. Try to get you past 160. So you come mm-hmm. to even 75 for one or 80 for one at the midway mark. From there you start hitting, right? That's precisely what Chennai did. This is a 
वेल नोन टेम्पलेट तला फेल्ड इन फर्स्ट क्वालिफायर बट बी केयरफुल इन द अपकमिंग गेम्स इन एनी केस इन द फाइनल राइट या चले चले द बॉल वाज ब्रिलियंट वाजंट आई मीन 4 फॉर 18 ऑफ जस्ट फोर ओवर्स दैट वाज एब्सोल्युटली ब्रिलियंट स्पेल फ्रॉम जलेजा सो एब्सोल्युटली आई मीन द रियल डिफरेंस बिटवीन हिम एंड तीक्ष्णा दे कंप्लीटली टाइड डाउन the more powerful middle order of gt right between pandya shanaka yeah. miller and shankar you would think yeah. they would do something special but then rahul tevatia in the end also he simply worked out you saw they are not going to bowl anything in his arc he is very good through the leg they kept bowling it well yeah. they got as yeah. close as they did if anything was because of rashid khan 30 once shubman gill yeah. was dismissed shubman gill was playing the innings that um, conway played Right, a strike rate of 110-115. There are thereabouts, trying to slowly push the total uh, to a point from which you need maybe 10 runs of the last six overs or something. Right, yeah. and you try and reach yeah. that. Yeah. They kept losing wickets. That's where you have to give a lot of credit to Jadeja. You rightly picked mm. him and Tikshna. Right. Yeah. But then they have this finisher right in Patirada. Really, really oh, special. Yeah. He knows he'll go for seven, eight for an over, even nine an over. He doesn't care because. He'll have 12 runs per over to play. That's what his other bowlers will give him, and he pulled it back beautifully. In the end, it was not much of a contest. I mean, given that they were all out of the last ball, I mean, 15 runs is a big margin in T20s, isn't it? Uh, yes, it GT, is. given the shock that they need to sort of you know regroup together and play the next qualifier strongly. Yeah, yeah, I think they are playing at home the next one, so that all. So the 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 seven matches they played, they won four at home. So it's mm. not that they have got a huge advantage playing at home or anything like that. But uh, I think it should help, especially if uh, I, I think it's going to be a good batting pitch uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, so I would expect them to. Uh, I think the one who bats first will probably going to win. Uh, sorry, one who chases. I think it will be quite easy. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> you went the other way. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was thinking of a Chennai-like template where you win the toss, you stifle the opposition if possible, or you. So you are going that way. So if the the team that will win the toss will want to bowl first. Yeah, I would imagine. So I think it, it's going to be a good pitch. I I mean they are expecting uh, temperatures to be quite high tomorrow. Not much dew coming on. So I think it is. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good enough, good for batting all day. So. Fair enough, yeah. but then the pitch sort of tends to slow down a little, right? It, it Once does. the ball is a bit older, yeah. So more like a one seventy sort of a total, but let's see. I mean, Ahmedabad has actually fielded two different kinds of pitches when it had back to back tests, right? Against it did, uh, it did. England, <laughs> England right? yeah, last year. Yeah, so right, yeah. <laughs> everything is possible, but I don't think it would have tired. It would have tired out the entire square. I would say. Right. Yeah. I don't know if they have been very clever in hiding one pitch throughout, and then uh, only using three pitches or something. The fourth one will be unveiled tomorrow, which will be like a belter where two hundred takes on two ten easily or so on. Yeah. So it it is going to be an interesting thing. But if you go by what is going gone on in the season, you would back GT, right? I mean, Mumbai have done really well. They took that leap of faith to get to the get through and come to where they are. But then now I very well think they may have hit the wall. Look, um, if if you go one step back. Mumbai did a wonderful job, right? So it was the master versus his protege, so yeah. Rohit Sharma versus Pandya, the skippers, right? And Rohit Sharma put his uh, protege firmly in pace, place. So again, they were playing in uh, Chennai, and I think Mumbai were comfortably fifteen twenty runs above par, one eighty two for eight in oh, yeah, that uh, eliminator. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that, that this was uh, quite an interesting match actually. I thought it would be because. I don't think LSG did much wrong when they were when they started chasing. They they were doing all right till 
Stoinis mm. I mean, Stoinis was doing well, but then uh, they lost Kronal Pandya, and from then I don't know what uh, it was a bit of a brain fade from them, isn't it? I mean, they lost a lot of wickets. Absolutely. Uh, Madhwal was brilliant. I mean, the wicket of Nicholas Puran especially was a very good delivery from him. Uh, first ball, right? Yeah, first, first, ball, ball, first ball. I mean, he bowled Ayush Badoni. That yeah. was again a wonderful slower ball, yeah. right? And then, uh, then he got uh, Puran. Yeah. And then, I mean, uh, Huda, I don't know, he ran uh, Stoinis out, potentially killing the game because Stoinis was playing really well. Yeah. Any person who could have chased this total down was Stoinis because Huda had to like go at 110, 115, which he was. Yeah. Right. If you batted along, you probably came to, as I said, 44 of, 40, of three overs or four overs, and you give yourself a chance at the end. Yeah. They couldn't get there. Yeah. Right. And then another run out, Krishna Pagautam, and you had to look at the. <laughs> You have to look at I, the faces I, I, of Andy Flar and Gautam Gambhir. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they would have done to those players. Now I'm thinking people like Gautam uh, and uh, Huda. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think it was a bit of brain fade. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, even Stoinis run out was, I mean, they collided in the middle of the pitches and the Huda and the Stoinis. I mean, that's a bit schoolboyish. <laughs> yeah. No, but I thought it was Stoinis who had made the error. Yeah. I mean, you can correct me if you because it was Stoinis was, was running seven, down the yes. wrong way. Yeah. Right. But then it cost them that 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 uh, crucial crucial momentum, and he was a six hitter out and out, right? So as long as yeah. he's at the crease, you know, even forty five fifty in the last three four hours is easily chaseable. But yeah, yeah, exactly. they lost him, and then Huda lost his way as well. If Huda had yeah. taken them closer, he would have had some redemption. But I think there was no stopping Mumbai yesterday. So. Everything that turned up, except Hrithik Shokin's one over, I think, it was perfect. Chris Jordan bowled two overs for seven, where actually they even reviewed the last ball of the 19th over, and then it was given a wide, but then it, it was a maiden, 19th over maiden. And yeah. then Pius Chawla, one for 28, the slower ball is doing exactly what is needed, right? Yeah. Shokin really didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Madhwal, wonderful length control. From the I moment know. he started bowling, he seemed to have worked out perfectly where to ball on that pitch. Yeah. Right, five, five, very five, happy to five, see that. Amazing figures. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right, for, as you said, a net bowler, yeah, net bowler, tennis ball bowler to come yeah. this far, be, being become the trump card as far as Mumbai is concerned, exactly. who are really bowler short. Yeah, I mean, this is fantastic story. Right? Yeah, we don't know if we'll go any further from here, but this is a real heartwarming story if you are a cricket fan. What Absolutely. you said, coming from a place like Rurki, Uttaranchal, yeah. it has no cricketing pedigree per se. Exactly, uh, who knows. Uh, you know, Rurki might become the next Ranchi. Tony <laughs> did it. Didn't yeah, yeah. Yeah. This guy is very close to 30, but nonetheless, he might have a fruitful couple of years Yeah. in IPL. And I mean, Mumbai yeah. are known for their loyalty as well. They are very yeah, well true. known for yeah, yeah, rewarding and keeping their core group together. Yeah. So, well, we've also had a quick preview. So it will be a Gujarat versus uh, Chennai final again, according to you. Uh, yes. Um, or will you well, see El Clasico? No. No, I mean I think uh-huh. it's 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 fifty fifty between Chennai and uh, GT. I think both are equally good. I mean there is nothing much to separate mm. the two. Uh, I think MI uh, because they are so good in knockout phases. The Mumbai Indians. I mean the the absolutely so well. You hit it on the head. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's one thing that will go in their favor. But I think it is going to be fifty fifty and. Uh, difficult to predict, but I will go with Mumbai actually. <laughs> Especially if Surya Kumar Yadav uh, plays one of his innings, I don't think uh, GT can handle, will be able to handle it really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looked good, right? I mean, yeah. he just failed once in the last four games or so, and he's doing what is required really. Cam Green is, uh, Green is in good uh, form. 
Rohit Sharma definitely. Ishan Kishan is doing whatever is required to give them like a good start in the. Yeah. Um, so I am thinking. By the way, team yeah. winning the toss will probably win the game okay. tomorrow. That's the way I look at it. You yeah. could be right. I I back GT because it's their home and the yeah. form that Gill and the rest of them are in. Because mm-hmm. uh, Pandey has not done much yet. No, right? he hasn't. And you would think uh, he might he might pick a moment. Yeah. you know come really good and see what sure. might happen so let's see if that's possible yeah. but uh, i'm going to back gt you back mumbai but nonetheless the last question is will somebody be able to whichever one of them gets there will they be yeah. able to stop chennai <laughs> I, i think look when it comes to ipl i think the winner of qualifier one usually goes on to win the, win the final uh, it's very rare for mm-hmm. the one who has to play three knock it, it takes a lot out of winning this knockout matches i mean it drains you out completely so winning three knockout matches is going to be uh, a bit difficult i think csk are favorites just because of that um, uh, but uh, but having said that mumbai is the one team that has done uh, won three matches to uh, get to the fi- i mean where to win the final so they They've done exactly. that before. They've done that before. So that's something that we should bear in mind as well. But it's going to be interesting. Ah, uh-huh. one of the only teams to have a solid, solid record against Chennai in knockouts yeah, exactly. is Mumbai, and a Mumbai in momentum is a completely yeah, different true. beast. True. Right. This is the first real test for GT when they're building their legacy. They won it first time. First uh, on at the first time of asking, they yeah. won the trophy. Now this is the real. question can hardik pandya who's so much of a good captain who can bring the best out of his players will his you know the stalwarts he himself is not a stalwart in the season but shami rashid gill right maybe one of the other batters will they stand up will they destroy yeah. mumbai uh, or with the batter with the ball so that remains to be seen i i really think unless it's mumbai chennai will run away with yeah, the trophy so, so. Yeah. let's see let's see yeah. if that happens okay now before we completely close yeah. the section out a couple of quick points rcb we both are from that part of the yes. world i think we should take a minute to just have a quick look at uh, how rcb have fared this season right i mean you made a point about kohli um, i will bring some more uh, statistics about kohli <laughs> so let's see how well he did or how well he didn't do so i mean he Uh, he 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 got a lot of runs. Of obviously, he is among the top ten run scorers in this IPL. Uh, but I mean, he's there are only three uh, among the top ten who have got a strike rate of less than one forty. One is Kohli, one is Warner, and we know how DC fared. I mean, Warner's uh, innings were a lot of match losing innings, my in my opinion. Uh, and then the third one is Conway. Now Conway, you can argue that you know, he played most of his matches uh, on uh, in Chennai, where the scores were a bit lower. Uh, Kohli, however, played seven matches in Chennai Stadium, right? So, and he, in spite of that, his strike rate is below one forty overall. If you take uh, the uh, well, the, how many centuries? There are ten centuries that have been scored uh, in the IPL, okay? And who scored the eighth and the ninth fastest? Uh, century it was Kohli. Okay, uh, the tenth, tenth uh, is Prabh Simran uh, who scored this first century. But Kohli was the eighth and ninth. And if you take the ninety plus scores, there are seventeen ninety plus scores. Okay, and Kohli is the fourteenth and the sixteenth fastest in that. So, 
I mean, uh, ah. I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I, mm. I mean, people might think I'm being a bit harsh on Kohli, but these are facts, really. I mean, these, you can't <laughs> argue against these facts. If you look at his 2016 season, Kohli got 900 odd runs in that season. And his, oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, his yeah. Uh, strike rate then was 152 or something like that. And that was second only to DVDS at the time. Okay. So uh, 2016, 150 was the excellent strike rate. A lot of people are used to have 130, 140 strike rate, but Kohli had 150 strike rate. And now the strike rate, 150 mm. is nothing. 160, 170 is the uh, sort of good strike rate now. And Kohli has gone from 150 to 138 now. So I, I don't think his T20 game has improved at all. I don't think it's anywhere. It's regressed a lot. Uh, he gets the big runs, I agree. Mm. But mm. Uh, some people might argue that, well, if he doesn't score, then RCB will get nothing, which which is probably true. I don't. I think probably RCB will get bowled out for next to nothing if Kohli doesn't get the runs. But then uh, you need a proper team, really, mm. isn't it? They not just rely on Kohli to get uh, runs at a slow rate and expect <laughs> to win matches. Yeah. Ah, you have yeah. a good point there. Look, um, the other thing uh, we already discussed the hole in the middle yeah. order, right? And Siraj doing bulk of the heavy lifting when it comes to bowling. RCB didn't have a functioning spin, no. right? And also, if you were to look a little further on, what will they do with Lamroor and uh, Anuj? Um, I don't know, really. Because these guys are there or thereabouts. They, they try yeah. their best, but um, they're yeah. not delivering in terms of runs. Now, you had Kedar Jadav, another sort of left-field pick for in, to replace Willy. Where did that right? come from? <laughs> and then... Uh, I think it's, he got a chance as a finisher right. because they saw Dinesh Karthik was yeah. not delivering. They went for uh, his finishing skills and tried to plug that big hole in the middle. Yeah. It went nowhere. Yeah. Right? I mean, for me, after the top three or four, KK, RCB batting completely yeah. vanishes. Nobody, only Bracewell scored a few runs. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That, that's a yeah. big problem for me. Hasaranga didn't turn up. So, if you look forward to where RCB are going from here, Look, Kohli will probably have play two to three seasons, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No worries there in IPL, right? But Faf is going to be mm. 40 almost next year. Uh, Dinesh Karthik will be yes. 38 plus. Uh, Kedar Jada will be 37. So, if you if you actually release Mahipal, Ram, Lamroor and Anuj, where are you then going yeah. is the question, right? What is what is the decision you would do you would take if you are in RCB's hot seat? Because do you stick or do you twist? Do you let all of these youngsters go and I expect Rajat Patidar to come back and do well for you again, but then go with some other picks. What about the spinners? Right? Do, do, do they have somebody like... Uh, uh, why did they have to let go of Yuzvendra Chahal? But that's a long yeah. story. Now that's done in, in the past. Do they go for somebody like a Pius Chavla who, who they can buy cheaply, but uh, somebody like that, uh, not him. Somebody like that where they can get two or three good seasons out of him. So I'm curious, what are your thoughts on the next uh, moves? Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of holes to fill really isn't it i mean it's not just one or two uh, as you said the bowlers as well as the so the spin bowlers in particular and also the uh, middle order i mean dinesh karthik last year he was amazing but this year <laughs> i mean it's been a disappointment really so he came back uh, right he yeah. he came back all the way to the indian team yeah. on the basis of his form last year that's right yeah Okay, so I mean, hopefully Patidar will be in a better position next year. And uh, there is another Karnataka player. I don't know. I can't remember his name now. Uh, 
పవన్ దేశ్ పాండే నో ఇట్ స్టార్ట్స్ ది బి హిస్ సర్ నేమ్ ఐ కాంట్ రిమెంబర్ బట్ ఐ మీన్ దొడ్డ గణేష్ హస్ బీన్ ట్వీటింగ్ అబౌట్ ఇట్ క్వైట్ అబౌట్ ఇట్ సేయింగ్ వై ఇస్ ఇట్ నాట్ బీన్ పిక్డ్ అప్ హిస్ ఎ గుడ్ ఫినిషర్ ఆర్ సంథింగ్ లైక్ దట్ సో ఐ డోంట్ నో ఐ కాంట్ రిమెంబర్ ది నేమ్ నౌ బట్ హి ఇస్ సపోజ్డ్ టు బి క్వైట్ గుడ్ అండ్ సో దట్ దట్ మైట్ బి ఎన్ ఆప్షన్ యా Uh, i will try to get the name of that person i can't remember now no worry no worry but all right so do they go back to local talent local homegrown talent in in and around the karnataka circuit look for somebody there or yeah yeah why, why not i mean or, or, mm. i mean i mean hopefully hasaranga and hazelwood uh, and all those people and all those people will be uh, fit next year so we might have some good uh, options for bowling at least uh, Harshal Patel, what, what do you make of Harshal Patel really? I mean, what, what's wrong with so him? So, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's nothing wrong with him, right? So, people have understood how to keep him out. Mm. So, Harshal Patel succeeds mostly when other people make mistakes yeah. trying to target him. Yeah. In this season, you'll see in many of the games, he's like 4 hours 30 for one, 4 yeah. hours 28 for no wicket. Yeah. They're playing him out, right? And then, he bowls well he has all of these um lot of variations and everything but first two or three games he was not good yeah since then teams have understood in the crucial phases to keep him out yeah that's it yeah right so that's the main point and uh, there comes the real problem who who with siraj siraj is bowling great test match lengths mm. he's successful bowling that at 140 plus between parnell and the likes of harshal patel they'll need one more solid bowler to support yeah. him true right and then a really good spinner so somebody who can at least in three or four games zampa did it right zampa was also there previously mm-hmm. and zampa used to do it in rajasthan he did it yeah. right and so now with the super sub or impact player available you can use it that way yeah. as well mm-hmm. you don't really need to rely on his batting and so on so lot of tough decisions if you are in the rcb um, camp yeah. sort of leading their uh, management but then look we knew at the start of the season the fact that they came as far as they did is already a great thing for us yeah. as rcb fans i don't think they would have won more than five or six games well they they won seven uh, and they came uh, closer to winning eight and sort of qualifying automatically yeah. so um, that way i'm a bit happy but then as a bangalore fan i mean you're a cricket tajik you know this already right so it's okay ee sala cup namde maybe no mundin sala cup namde next time right we we, we should actually <laughs> modify that lo, lo, that uh, you know slogan and say next time the cup is ours then at least you know you have something to look forward to every year right does any other ipl team have a slogan like that i mean i think that has to be put on the necessary pressure with slogans <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like no everybody has some sort of a slogan today. right kalkata okay. traders I, i know yeah 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 avade from gujarat okay. titans <laughs> and uh, so every every team actually has a slogan okay and isala cup namde is a way of rcb with uh, that mr nags sort of a guy to yeah. keep the local uh, local people also hooked in yeah. that's all that is fine yeah. but uh, that's uh, the certainty of what it means <laughs> has been a curse i think for exactly. rcb it's time they change their slogan yeah <laughs> all right uh, that was our ipl section moving on i think uh, let's stay have a quick stab at how the world cup qualifiers is shaping yeah. up because many teams have announced uh, their uh, potential mm-hmm. squads it's going to be played in zimbabwe and it's going to be a very hectic sort of a trophy right i mean many games two two games some days yeah. right so you have um five teams who are from the super league the bottom five of the super league so ireland netherlands sri lanka west indies zimbabwe 
so ireland will really really rode the chance i think they had the best chance apart from i think west indies yes. to sort of make it directly to yeah. the draw the top 3 of the league too which is the next league just below that is nepal oman and scotland nepal wonderful wonderful story a uh, real resurgence they need to win 11 out of 12 at some point yeah. in time and they just did that right they put the likes of uae out of contention and they came through png uae and they came through scotland the next sort of team that will want to stake a claim to be the next test playing team if there ever will be one and so on so let's yeah. see right oman consistently good over the last two years though in the last couple of months they have dipped alarmingly yeah. right you would think oh god where are they going from here but let's yeah. see uh, so th- they'll be then comes uae and arab emirates which who came through the qualifier united states fantastic fantastic story much like nepal bored in shambles no players no facility but they have come a long yeah. way some 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 top players including their uh, monang patel their captain also saurav netravalkar all of these people who have been stalwarts for many years now they have ensured that 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 top quality the cream de la creme stays there yeah. and now with mlc coming up maybe in 5 years united states might very well be a real contender yeah. when it comes to even the league 2 or even higher right so something to look forward to so this is for me also the future of cricket some teams like sri lanka west indies zimbabwe have to show how dare you put us here right that's the first thing the others they are the new new breed in cricket and whether they play the right attitude whether they show the right you know the right um, sort of skills there and show that they are here to stay like not very long ago afghanistan was in the same group now you won't even think of putting afghanistan here how far have they Absolutely. come right i think that's one of the important things to say really afghanistan qualified directly they don't have to go through this qualifiers Absolutely. Okay. Uh, with regard to the qualifiers, I think it's going to be very, very competitive because there are only two people who qualify from this. Uh, two teams. Okay. So eight teams will go home. Uh, it's going to be very, very, very intense. I can say because even one or two slip-ups here and there will cost uh, any team a place in the uh, World Cup. so uh, the two groups so the first group is west indies zimbabwe netherlands usa and nepal uh, you i mean mm-hmm. so the three the, the top three go to the super sixes from this so uh, i would imagine the mm-hmm. west indies zimbabwe and netherlands probably uh, are the three mm-hmm. the three mm-hmm. people who three teams who are the favorites to probably go to the super six in which order it is difficult to say uh because they carry the points that they the team that they beat against they carry the points to the super six so they have to be careful that they don't uh, suppose let's say west indies want to win then they have to win uh, all their group matches because that they if they lose to suppose say zimbabwe and zimbabwe also go with them then west indies don't carry the two points uh, ahead right okay. right so at least a team like netherlands carries that advantage yeah netherlands has that chance to you know carry over the points yeah. so at least that much they have in their favor much like nepal yeah. so west indies and zimbabwe will really be smarting when yeah. you look at these how they have put themselves really i know exactly yeah, in the, even in the qualifier they are they are in a do or die situation same for sri lanka i know this is if you look at the other group ireland oman scotland what you already said yeah. even if they win they'll carry the points to the super yeah, six exactly right and then sri lanka will have to win four out of four let's say yeah. and hope yeah they can go through even though they don't have any points that they can carry over yeah. at least they have to beat scotland oman and ireland yeah. properly yeah. so yeah i mean i think west indies have taken this a bit seriously i mean if you see the t20 world cup they got knocked out in the first round 
and didn't even reach to the main draw, did they? So I think they've already announced their uh, squad, and uh, that shows that they're a bit serious about this. Uh, they're not taking it uh, uh, lightly at all. And I think they're, they're, they're a reasonably good team as well, uh, which should have, I mean, it, in theory, they, should, they shouldn't have any trouble uh, getting through the qualifiers. Uh, but, I mean, you never know. They, they did lose in the uh, T20 World Cup to unfancy teams there. Uh, they lost to Scotland, uh, Scotland <laughs> as well as Ireland, didn't they? Right. So, There's some payback. Yeah. Sri Lanka will remember it. Sri Lanka uh, lost. And, of course, Sri Lanka lost in the media. Uh, to Netherlands, right? They lost in the Namibia, Navy. Namibia, That's not right, Netherlands. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the real time where the shaft separates itself from the wheat. and. Yeah. If these people, even though they may be test ranked teams and top uh, league teams, they, they will want to put the other teams in their place. Yeah. They have a cricketing structure. They have the pride. Both are World Cup winners after all. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And there are no other World Cup winners in this no. entire <laughs> tournament. They, yeah. should, they should feel the pinch. Yeah. So if you, if you look at somebody like Netherlands, every game they get to play is a, is a bonus. Yeah. But now they have to now show that they are better than the likes of... Uh, let's say UAE and Nepal, who are sort of newcomers, even Oman, yeah. right? Scotland, Ireland, Netherlands are more or less, you know, the people who are the teams that have been competing among themselves along with Afghanistan. Yeah. Now, Afghanistan is far a uh, distance itself. Yeah. Now comes the chance where among these three to show that, no, we are good enough not only to stay here, but we are, our, one of our foot is now facing forward. We are going to go yeah. in the uh, direction of Afghanistan, not backwards. Yeah. Because Kenya, we know many other teams like that fell, fell away. Absolutely. Where I mean, you know, you don't want you don't want to become a country like that. You're creating a country like that, yeah. like Netherlands. They'll be very wary of this. Same for United Arab Emirates, Oman. You've you have you've had a lot of gains in the last couple of years. Yeah. You want to solidify it. Look at Papua New Guinea. What happened? Yeah, I know. They really they really fell away right yeah, in the last few uh, last ma- few months. Maybe last two couple of quarters, I must say. They really fell away, and then they're nowhere to be seen. Where whereas you would expect them to be here. And yeah. Canada as well, right? So, some some um, some lessons there. So, if you look at if you look at the squads, Netherlands uh, have announced a squad, right? Um, they have a 15-man squad. No new names. They're all mostly known names. Only new name for me is Noah Cruz. Right. This is the only unknown name. The rest are all sort of in and around the squad. They have played internationals for Netherlands, or yeah. they have at least played um, A games. And there is a guy called Michael Levitt. Another new man for me. Right. And uh, it remains to be seen, right, how it goes. Uh, Netherlands, they will want to walk away at least with two wins. Yeah. When you look at the group that they are placed in, they'll feel confident of beating United States. Yeah. But maybe catch Zimbabwe or one of Nepal and West Indies. So for mm. me, between Nepal and I would say Zimbabwe, potentially they may catch one of them. Yeah if their guard is down. Yeah. But, uh, Nepal really wiped the floor with Netherlands when they toured uh, Nepal right. a couple of months back. And, uh, Netherlands did tour Zimbabwe quite recently, didn't they? And did they win one match or something Exactly, like but that? they lost. They, all right. Then. Yeah, I think they I, won a match. Yeah. No, no, they, they won they one won match. You're yeah, right. that's right. You're right. Yeah. So, but they'll want to do better. Yeah. They're, they're, they're still sort of, you know, so much used to playing at home in the Netherlands here. If you play a 50-hour game, 200-210 is a good defensible score. Yeah. The moment you go abroad, even if the pitches are sort of stodgy, 230-240 is then they become, they, that mm. becomes the score, right? Yeah. I remember, for example, last summer they had four teams visiting four one-day international series and so on. Yeah. Well, England 
Pakistan, you really, you really never expected the Netherlands to beat them. But I remember there was one game against Pakistan when they needed a runner ball yeah. in the last 10 hours with five wickets in hand. And they stumbled. Right. And they lost oh, it comfortably. Yeah. I remember I was on the field playing uh, in a league game myself. And yeah. me and a Pakistani origin expat, we were, he was the like, umpire I was fielding at square leg. We were having a chat between overs. And he said, no man, you think Netherlands will win this? No way, they don't have the maturity. Yeah. If Tom Cooper gets out, he said, they're going to crash. That exactly happened. It was like as if he had foreseen it. They yeah. lost by like 15-17 runs in the end comfortably. So, yeah. uh, Teja Nidamadaru has had a breakthrough yeah, season, he must say. He scored 100 and won a game, right? Yeah. And then from there, he'll need to show with those nuggety 20s, 30s, 40s, looking to stay there, scoring those runs. Yeah. Right. So I can I can also talk about the skipper wanting to make more runs. Skipper is like a moving. He's like a, a engine room of this uh, batting lineup. Scott Edwards. Yeah. He can he can bat at four. He can bat at six. Uh, in a chase, he usually bats yeah. a little higher up the order to try and control the chase. Yeah. But then Max O'Dowd doing well, and then um, so with him Vikram Jit Singh, whom I've seen from when he was a real kid, real young kid. So these people, right? You want them, one of them to have a breakthrough tournament. Yeah. I think. Uh, Max O'Dowd is pretty much near the top of his mark mm. when it comes to his form and other things. Vikram Singh, well, he can be he he can be a real explosive player, yeah. right? So I'm really hoping he he comes out of that. Yeah. He takes that next step where he's at least like he can be a Tamimi Pali if he chooses. Really, yeah. from the way he plays. Yeah. So I'm hoping he's able to make that. And then also people like Sakib Zulfikar, yeah. right? And then Shari Ahmed. Lot to look forward to. These are all homegrown talents. Clayton Floyd, yeah. for me, Vivian Kingma, Bas Delader. Look, for me, what I would like to see is the homegrown talent really stepping yeah. up to the plate and making those runs yeah. and or making the taking those wickets. Yeah. They're always good in the field. They have a bunch of really seasoned professionals, but you see some names missing. Yeah. Right? You don't see a Tom Cooper here. You don't see Ackerman, Colin Ackerman. Colin Ackerman. Here, right? Klassen. So this is you see you see Wesley Barisi. Yeah, yeah, you class and right. Yeah, so you see these people, the rest of them they can they can make up. Yeah, they can step up and say we don't need expats, we don't need players. I also know Rand uh, Tendoshata. No, sorry. Um, role of Fandamarva. Yeah, no role of Fandamarva. Right, yeah. You see, all of these people are missing. Yeah. So you can actually step up. You can make a real difference. Yeah. So because I know some of these players and the, how what they do really, mm. I'm thinking you know uh, there is a real good chance that uh, these people can step up and make that difference. So, even Michael Lewitt is a homegrown talent by the looks of it. Yeah. Right? So, he's, he's South African, but he's playing in the Netherlands for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, let's see if they can uh, they yeah. can make a real uh, real impact yeah. here. Just an observation about Netherlands. I mean, what you said about mm. uh, them uh, losing close matches, I mean, that's no different to how Sri Lanka was in the 1980s, right? They used to come very ah. close and then lose by about five or six runs. But in 1996, <laughs> That is the whole point, I would say. Yeah, yeah, true, right? true. You would need uh, to go to the next step where your local homegrown talent is now matching the rest of the world. Yeah, true. Right? They also had never never forget Chaminda was also a class bowler. Yeah, I'm sorry to, to, to not take his name. But Pramodaya Vikram Singha, yeah. 
you had asanka gurusena you yeah. had dharmasena yeah. uh, ruan kalpage all of these people were solid solid cricketers yeah absolutely they would walk into any county team and they they did their bit score a 19 here take two wickets there you know that is what won them the game with those four or five international players this is the real x factor that netherlands don't ever have no ever that's true, that's right yeah their best players their best player is coming from outside yeah. right yeah i mean i'm just saying that there, right. there is always a progression mm-hmm. for any team really so there, there is a chance that i mean i'm not saying netherlands will win the world cup in 10 years time or anything like that but oh well let's hope they do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh there are a couple of interesting matchups I thought I just thought I'll yeah. bring it to your notice. First of all PJ Moore uh Peter, Peter Moore, Moore was yeah. playing for Zimbabwe. Yeah. He is moved to Now Ireland. He's playing for Ireland yeah. and is back in Zimbabwe yes. to play there. Yeah. Right? So that that's going to be an interesting matchup because then we can quickly look at Ireland they'll be very disappointed to have to come to a qualifier yeah. but we'll have a point to prove. Yeah. They'll have their literally first choice 11 what they want. right paul sterling uh, josh little andy backer andy ba- andy balberney yeah. marketer curtis camp for all of these people are around dark contacker i see a lot of good things by the way yeah harry tector harry tector exactly <laughs> solid solid player george dockerell has sort of moved on he's reinvented himself mm-hmm. right so these people they'll want to do better than just win a couple yeah. of games so they want to really put themselves with a chance of going forward they are in the second group and they'll carry the points as well so all that to do is make sure they beat oman and scotland right they'll take those points forward and at least if they beat united arab emirates they're going to qualify yeah right that that's what i'm thinking right. so sri lanka it, they may find it tough but who knows they may catch them uh, unguarded that, that, that's true. just like namibia so, did in the t20 world cup <laughs> sri lanka might absolutely yeah. <laughs> absolutely as i said we went through some of the other squads against scotland Uh, Richie Barrington, Matthew Cross, Alistair yeah. Evans. Then they have their potentially. There is a Brendan McMullen. Yeah, Brendan McMullen. Yes, Brendan McMullen, right? Very close to a very famous name uh, who's these days behind the scenes in England. Of course, you have Hamza Tahir, Safiya Sharif, yeah. right? Mark Watt. Yeah, all of these standard, well-known players. They have sort of fallen off the radar a little bit. They'll want to remind the world what Scotland cricket yeah. is all about. right i think at the same time you have somebody like oman yeah sorry i think oman. zimbabwe will assist the spinners probably zimbabwe pitchers so mark watt and uh, tahir should be in the mix i would imagine in the uh, final 11 for Good scotland yeah. yes i think mark watt has a very important role yeah absolutely between the likes of him right also people like safian sharif who bowl a little slower yeah. but has good control yeah right people like him will have a big role i think yeah, true, tahir true. as well and us we already spoke about the teams like us netherlands I, yeah. i'd rather put them in the same category it's okay yeah. that they have to then pick up from where they are oman oman had a couple of real breakout players aryan khan scoring a lot of runs and then um, oman also has some very good players isan makshud has been given the yeah captain. absolutely sandeep gaud can do a few things bilal khan right and the sim khushi the keeper a uh, lot of things to look forward to i would pit them against us lot of players who can have a chance to make a name ali khan good bowler right monang patel solid batter akib elias is very ah. dashing dashing batter actually akib elias yeah okay okay i i don't know enough about this guy yeah. so all of these people right steven taylor will want to say something gajanan singh recently got 100 for mm-hmm. the, right nisarg patel solid batting you would expect them to sort of put their names out there when they play the likes of sri lanka zimbabwe yeah. west indies they give them a scare yeah. maybe even take one game off same for nepal their squad has not come through but nepal solid solid six months 
really really important yeah. six months for them in their growth i hope they can continue to convert it into convert it into runs is, and wickets that really make it there is some yeah. doubt about samit sandeep lamichanne playing because of his uh, legal battles that's going on so correct uh, maybe he might not be able to leave yeah, nepal that's right, right? Yeah. so that's that that okay. that would be a big big blow for them if he is not there <laughs> he he was been relatively quiet also on the field because yeah. maybe things going on yeah. off the field might be affecting him impacting him but probably we really hope he comes out on the other side and yeah. made the correct you know the correct decision when it correct. comes to law prevail yeah. there and whatever may happen yeah right so let's see if they can come through now i bring you to the last three teams west indies zimbabwe and uh, mm. uh, sri lanka right so first of all among these three teams do you think one one of these uh, two of these three will actually qualify or do you see a upset there <laughs> only the finalists are going through huh? <laughs> it's difficult I, i i expect west indies and sri lanka to go through but i mean it's i am uh, at the same time i said it, i can see a situation where both of them will not go through <laughs> so uh, because yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. competitive I, i i it's i it's not just i mean i even if you slip one or two matches you're out that's how it is so uh, they have to be on their toes throughout the tournament and only then they will, will go through so there are no there are no easy matches here basically <laughs> but they'll as i said want to make sure they don't slip up yeah. they don't uh, suddenly slip into the second tier or suddenly slip into the second yeah. set of teams people qualify people watch because sri lanka and west indies really have a lot of superstars still now yeah. in their uh, 11s right vanitha yeah. saranga dasmshanaka yeah right uh, you have uh, you have the chandimal you have the, the mendis you have all of these stars right i don't know i don't think angelo matthews will go but lot of big names there yeah sri lanka i think should win that i mean they i think they are the favorites to win the title uh, in the in the qualifiers mm-hmm. but west indies you see you have kyle myers nicolas <laughs> puran yeah. you have a solid solid uh, solid set of people there still there they need to lift their they need to lift their game and sort of suit it also right not let their guard down don't think of this you know as a as a something that is uh, could be an issue for them you yeah. need to think of it as this is the longer format we'll play long we'll yeah. take it uh, deep we'll make sure we win there are I no think, slip ups i think it's high time nicolas puran comes out with uh, some consistent performance I mean, he he does play good Yeah, good knocks here and there, but there was not the consistency has been lacking. Uh, I must say, mm-hmm. uh, I think West Indies uh, ODI team it revolves around Shai Hope getting a big score, but he's not the fastest. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and then I think Nicholas Puran has to uh, has to up his game really. The yeah. Look, uh, I would say even if uh, they are scoring at a hundred runs per hundred balls, yeah. right? Somebody like Shai Hope, I think two seventy West Indies will defend more often than not. Yeah, with the bowling lineup they have, they have oh, yeah. ball, good Akesh Moti, right? They have they have picked some good Alzari spinners. Joseph. Alzari right? Joseph and Alzari Joseph yeah. is there. Right? Yeah, Akil. And they have some new people. Akil like, Hossein. Akil. Ah, Akil Hossein. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So they have some good spinners there. Yeah. Some experienced spinners. Yeah. Let me put it like that. Yeah. Right. But then. No, Shimran Atmayer. No, in the squad. Well, right? I mean, to be fair, <laughs> he has not committed mm. himself mm. to West Indies as he. I mean, so uh, he missed two, right. not one right. flight. He missed two flights when <laughs> going to the T20 World that, Cup. That so, was weird. I, yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, whether it was a breakdown in communication, lack of commitment, or something else, because that would be a real 
real shame he's a real young guy still 23 mm. 24 he has a yeah. decade long career in the yeah. you know odis if he wants yes, yeah. he has the talent we know yeah so he has to get out there and make the runs i don't know what is going on i hope he sorts himself out and he doesn't become uh, he's 26 fine but still plenty of time left yeah, right absolutely. you don't want to become a t20 mercenary no. just just be uh, lured out by the and uh, the lucre yeah. right the color of the gold and so on so right. but they have a lot to look forward to they have some dashers brandon king nikhil mayers right at the top shamar brooks providing quality yeah. roston chase yeah. right you have some good all rounders romario shepherd jason, jason Holder, Holder. up to a point kimo paul and alzari joseph yeah. right you have some solidity also with the spin huh? you have yeah. yanik kariya yeah. who didn't who didn't get to play much no. but i think he's a very very experienced head right mm-hmm. there Yeah, and they'll play a series against UAE before that. That's right. They're Just playing. as a warm-up. Yeah, that's right. All right. And in this UAE squad for was one guy, Devon Thomas, mm. and now he's been suspended by ACC. Yeah. What happened there? Well, he has been charged with several. Uh, I mean, there are four or five charges against him. Is it match fixing and mm. uh, is it in CPL, LPL, and in the UAE T10 league? Uh, so these are just Absolutely. charges. So let's see what happens. He has been given 14 days to reply. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But the uh, the other bit is, I mean, if if he was indeed involved, I mean, uh, surely he is not the only person. Is it? I mean, there must be a lot of other people involved in this as well. Um, and uh, I mean, much bigger fish than Devon Thomas, I would say, and uh, all of whom will be. Will not never get named, unfortunately. So, uh, I think. And the third point is, I mean, I mean, I w- I want to take a very nuanced view on this, really, because yes, Devon Thomas, if he is, if he has done this, he has uh, he has done uh, indulging corrupt activities. But but you have to think why why these things happen. It's it's easy for us to uh, pass a judgment on Devon Thomas, but at the end of the day. Hmm. Hmm. A person like Devon Thomas is probably the most vulnerable to this these sort of things, isn't it? I mean, he is uh, he has not played much for West Indies. He is not a right. he's not had much of a career there. He gets picked up for this hmm. LPL, CPL, which are not very high paying leagues anyway. Uh, he has not been part of the IPL or anything like that. Uh, he is about thirty three years old now, so not much of a career left. So. Uh, I mean, you. So, the, I mean, the, there is always the temptation, isn't it? So, uh, so he might have got involved. I am not saying he is involved, but if he is, then uh, it's no surprise that people like it's people like uh, people who are on the fringe, who have not made had much success right. in international cricket, that get involved in these things. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you would say that, but then look, an integrity of an individual has nothing to do with. being on the fringe or being in the middle of it no, right? I'm, i'm not i'm not defending him i'm not defending him. Can, i'm just saying why why somebody like him uh, would uh, would end up in this way yeah it helps that you're not getting paid a lot of bucks when you see a lot of people around you whom yeah. you may consider less talented than you but have better results than you yeah are actually making the money right yeah. so that 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 drive is very obvious yeah um, and then of course look in a place like uae or in some of these leagues there might be a lot of corruption going on yeah 
right and uh, we don't know not all of it has come to light no, should simply absolutely. talk about any league lightly but we know certain places especially in the middle east are well known as dens of these sort of activities and yeah whenever abu dhabi t10 was played there are always people sort of sniggering secretly look this is just nothing but uh, people trying to make money and so on yeah. to think that somebody from those uh one of those leagues has actually come out and been charged this is a real serious thing this is you know you can all snigger all you want but then for somebody to be caught out doing that that that's mm-hmm. a, that's a whole new thing and it's yeah. unfortunate right it's, yeah. it's come to pass and whether it comes to fruition whether he's actually charged and banned or not i mean his career has come to a real standstill at this point in time right? yeah i think so he yeah. he will definitely be withdrawn from the squad to tour uae from west indies Right. yes and then so on so he's in a real real pickle here and we really mm-hmm. hope he comes out of it clean because he's 33 yeah but he may have at best two or three good years left and he may at least play in the leagues t20 leagues and other places and play local cricket domestic cricket in west indies but then mm-hmm. later on with such a stain you might not get a coaching or a you know a commentating gig either no then your career sort of grinds to halt you may have to you know resort to selling cars or real estate or something that that would be a real pity mm-hmm. that's the one i'm really thinking of for him yeah. right that it doesn't come down to that he look at what's happened to chris kanes right the likes of him uh, so i i really don't want to see this guy uh, being uh, you know bracketed with the likes of that when chris kanes yeah. was one of the heroes of mine growing up along with mohammad azaruddin yeah absolutely yeah true and look at how their you know post career um, days have gone on or heat streak for that matter it really pains me to see these some of these people mm-hmm. falling away after getting into uh, getting into um, you know so to say bed with really wrong people and then yeah. uh, so no way back yeah. from there so okay we wish devan thomas all the best and we really hope he is able to clear his name yeah other thing about devan thomas is i think uh, west indies domestic cricket it doesn't pay a lot really i mean he doesn't he won't be making a lot of money there as well Uh, it's not like yeah, county yeah. county cricket or ranji ranji trophy people get hmm. do play get played quite a bit now so oh yeah yeah they get yeah. paid pretty decently these days Absolutely. right it's yeah, one of the so, most competitive and not only competitive one of the most well paying cricketing jobs out there right? exactly so but it's not like that in west indies so <laughs> so I, i mean that right. these these are all the reasons why he could have done that i'm not i'm not saying that that's right it's not at all right but that's how that these are the reasons why he might have succumbed to temptation now it's understandable but yeah. not right nonetheless you know yeah, it pains absolutely. you to see as a cricket fan that these things are still yeah. i mean it's a reality it's a reality in cricket yeah. so is the other thing we are going to discuss now jason roy yeah has decided to terminate his ecb contract because uh, mlc he may have been offered a major league cricket contract yes. in the united states with one of the teams we don't know which one yet right yeah. and then we also read stopley may potentially be weighing up a similar option given that yeah. he's right now recuperating from a surgery and look jason roy 32 i don't think his time with england setup was done but he was only holding an incremental contract Save yeah. for the likes of Reece Topley. Reece Topley is probably more in the fringe rather than uh, Jason Roy, who is closer to the center yet, right? Yeah. You you see one one opening spot opening up, and Reece, uh, Jason Roy would be right back in in the limited over squads yeah. for England for me. Yeah. But you know Reece Topley is younger, but he's more uh, injury prone because of mm. his uh, stature and other things, yeah. right? Yeah. Again, we don't know if which way he will go. Mm. at least jason roy has played more than 100 international games he stopped play about 45 i think yeah but then this is also a reality because we also heard during ipl multiple players talking openly about being uh, approached by franchise owners for a full time t20 contract yeah jofra 32 33 
Jafar Archer, for example, yeah. right? Also, some other players spoke about it. For example, Trent Bolt has already taken this route. He has. So I just wanted. I didn't want to go too deep into it, but I wanted to. I'm worried people like Shimron Hetmyer might be tempted because he's also from that region. He's very close to US, right? If he make a, makes a career in the US, he'll never be far away from home. So I'm worried somebody 26, 27 will hear Unmuk Chan now, for example, decided mm. to up sticks, went to Australia, and then now he's with MLC, right? Yeah. So there are these players from the South Asian subcontinent who are sort of on the fringes and know their chance in the main piece has come and gone. They're going away. This is okay. Yeah. But there are the likes of people like Jason Roy. This is a real uh, surprise for me, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, at least Trent Bolt, you could understand. He's nearing the end of his career. Maybe he's, sure. He's done enough out there, yeah. right? So Jason Roy. I thought he had one more World Cup in him, so I'm very yeah. surprised. Does it surprise you or not? Uh, well, partly it does, but on the other hand, I think this is what is going to happen in future regularly. Uh, it's already been happening. I mean, the West Indies players like uh, Andrew Russell, uh, Sunil Narayan, um, Evan Lewis, etc. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are guys who have been uh, just playing franchise cricket. Mm-hmm. They hard. They don't even bother playing for West Indies. Uh, though they would be, mm-hmm. they would walk into the team. I would imagine all three of them. If they make themselves available, Shimron Hetmyer will might as well go that way. Uh, mm. England, England, uh, uh, England central contracts play pay well. The county cricket plays well, so I'm a bit surprised that uh, Jason Roy uh, went to went down that way. But even England has got uh, some other examples like Sam Billings. Sam Billings has uh, just has made a career. Mm. Out of uh, franchise right. cr- cr- cricket, he is not bothered with any any central contracts with England or anything. So, yeah, I think this is the future. Good one. Yeah, this is this is going to be a future really. Yeah. Look, the other thing, right? Um, yeah. He plays for Kolkata Knight Riders in the IPL, and there is a they have a franchise there in the US, LA Knight Riders. Yeah. So there is a there is a rumor he may have been yeah, internally. Spoken to, mm-hmm. and assured of a career of other five, six years, and then you know why don't you pitch in with us, much like yeah. Bolton, right? Yeah. And then when you look at the money, right? Yeah, the, it's not going to be so much more. Let's say mm-hmm. he has an incremental contract with ECB, which play, which will probably pay him the same amount of what these uh, MLCs can pay because the purse of each team, one point one five million, is approximately nothing because it has to be covering sixteen to nineteen players. Yeah. They they can't give him hundred hundred fifty k. That's that's I don't really see that, yeah. right? So who knows? However, there may be there may be something he may have already been promised because between uh, KKR and LA Knight Riders, he may have had a real chance of you know. Um, setting himself up nicely we we can never take away the thought that these guys some not everybody will transition to a successful media pundit or a coach or something right so yeah. they have to also look up uh, about you know making enough for the rest of their career setting themselves up exactly. right exactly. so it's yeah. it's not really a big grudging thing no. but then it it's it still it still feels a bit odd that's all that uh, you know they would choose to go this way rather than yeah especially jason roy would have been a definite for uh, odi team isn't it for the world cup so uh, hmm. that's what that's su- what i meant i thought yeah. he might play the coming world cup yeah, yeah. it's surprising that it's come from a uh, well to do english player really i can understand new zealand players ah, or west indies players are coming to these but not uh, england yeah unless you are in india right unless you are a board like india yeah. you cannot really hold on to most of your players then how soon can the boards become flexible is the question mm. any board you see i mean england players upping sticks you don't hear of an australian player yet but sri lankan no. we have heard indian we have heard so yeah. when is the time when the boards say 
all of you are free freelance players from now on unless you want a contract you are a freelancer to start off right yeah. then you can pick and choose we will give you um medical care tests we will give you um fitness goals no matter whom you play for if you want to play for england the day after tomorrow you have to pass those tests yeah. if you don't you are not going to play simple mm. right but then that takes a lot of uh, freedom in also the thought process about holding squads announcing squads which are fixed before yeah. a tournament begins all of these things right so in roy's case he's made he's making some exceptions because he's going to be available for the whole of t20 blast which is currently starting yeah and um before the 100 for example right so he can't yeah. play the 100 so he's chosen mlc or 100 that's the way i look at it but yeah. then potentially also a spot for the england squad so yeah. let's see i have a feeling we may have not heard the last of this no that we may hear that some people may opt out but yet be brought back in trent bolt for example right it will be a mm-hmm. real shame if he doesn't get to play i think his test career is done but he may yet play one more world cup for new zealand Yeah, either this year or next year is my thought process. So let's see if that comes to fruition. Same for Jason Roy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So also somebody like you know Jafra Archer, if he's continuing to have those issues, he may say, you know what, let me become a franchise player. Yeah, I mean, he was he won a World Cup for England after all. Yeah, 2019 one he played in the Ashes. He's done his bit. Yeah, but then sometimes that's all is to be had, and that we have to understand. Yeah. I mean at the end of the day I don't blame any of them because I mean they have got short careers and they need to maximize their income in that time center so yeah if somebody wants to pay them loads of money for playing a uh, few weeks of cricket why not all right those were all the cricketing news we wanted to talk in this episode thanks for being a wonderful guest no Sandeep your first time but I hope the first of many to Hopefully. come in the yeah. coming months and so on uh, absolute pleasure chatting to you and uh, I really appreciate the perspective. Oh, thank you. <laughs> right when we are talking of, uh, uh, yeah, because well, you have some experience uh, understanding uh, how people work, so I'm sure you know that helps. <laughs> But wonderful, wonderful to have you. Uh, would you want to plug anything about your where people can reach out to you and so on? Would you like to plug? Uh, well, I mean, I I I, I do tweet uh, about cricket on. uh my uh twitter handle is at sportsfan3791 so that's where people can catch me uh, so i'm quite happy i, I mean I, i like talking anything about cricket basically so you can get me on there perfect perfect thank you once again and we wish all our listeners a good day wherever they may be listening from bye bye this is the armchair cricket podcast